I'm going to run through a couple of other things that are happening out there that just lead me to believe that truly the end, some kind of an end, must be near. Let's talk about the FBI statistics for violent crime. Flip from one disaster to the next. So, if we were to go to a famed celebrity, that's William Briggs's Twata feed. Scroll down about a quarter of the way down the first page, and you will find this from Steve Saylor. The FBI has finally released its summary of crime statistics submitted by local police departments. In other words, these stats came from 5-0. Is that what they still call the police in the hood? 5-0? 5-0. We're going to go with 5-0. The FBI is trying to get PDs, police departments, to all switch from one methodology to a slightly different one, and it's a mess. But here's the top line of homicides with known murder offenders. Share of known murder offenders, black or African-American. Now, this is as a percent of all homicides committed in the United States in 2022. Blacks or African-Americans are responsible for... 57.6%. Now, Briggs says, and he is the statistician to the stars, if, as it is likely, the black share of the 3,000 unknown murders is larger than their known share then blacks are pushing past 60% of all murders. According to the 2020 uh, census, blacks make up 13% of the total population. Now, you tell me what in the wide, wide world of sports is going on here with that, and you tell me what what that ultimately Produces. What does that look like if, if if I showed you that statistic, and I said, no, no, this is not ESPN Sports Center. That's a it's a real, verifiable stat. It's the real deal. You would say, what? What if I told you that the number was an increase over the previous year? In other words, that the trend line is that blacks are going to commit as a percentage of the population more murders. Well, they're going to run out of black people to kill. So, uh, who might they be killing next, or who are they currently killing? Well, we know now, if you have a Twitter or a TikTok feed, and you peruse it with any frequency, you might have seen that blacks, especially in, the, in, in, in major inner cities, don't like Asian people. So they have taken to, uh, especially in uh, the streets of New Teenoctitlan City, 
of indiscriminately killing, maiming, robbing, pillaging Asians. There's a video that I saw yesterday that someone had tagged me in on Twata of a black ute who came up behind a pretty young white girl and just just ran up behind her and just donkey punched her in the back of her head, knocked her out, and then was wailing on her as a couple of men stood around and watched. Things like this, it seems to me, are a precursor to a shooting war. We all know that you can't go in the, on, on the mean streets of Chicago any longer unless you're a black person. And even if you take the risk of doing it if, and you're black, you still have a double-digit chance that on any given day you are going to either be shot or see someone being shot. You can repeat that story in almost any large major city in the United States today. So what in the wide, wide world of sports is going on here? You know, I thought that the equal that the Civil Rights Amendment and the amendment to the Constitution to guarantee voting rights, and I thought access to democracy, I thought that mines were a terrible thing to waste. Remember that commercial? Because a mine is a terrible thing to waste. Give to the United Negro College Fund. I thought the uh, Reverend Jackson's campaigns against Coca-Cola and other companies. I thought all of this was going to bring racial harmony in paradise. I thought the, elect the election of the first black president or, or supposedly black president, mm -mm -mm, Barack Hussein Obama, I thought Obama's election was supposed to bridge the gap twixt the white people and the black people. He Wasn't he supposed to be the first post-racial president? But something strange has happened on the way to racial hegemony and racial harmony in paradise, rather. What might that be? Well, if I were to pass an educated guess off uh, on this, and I don't have any statistics to, to back it up, although do you really need statistics at this point? <laughs> if you're looking at... <laughs> If you're looking at statistics these days, um, uh, I'd love for someone to share one with me that gives me, uh, that, that points to the, uh, something hopeful. So not looking at statistics, what might be the cause? What, what might be underlying this? I know that the usual suspects on conservative media we're going to say it's the destruction of the black family and that oh, the large percentage of, of babies, I want to say that it's over 66, it's over two-thirds now, of ba uh, black babies that uh, survive Planned Parenthood's attempt to exterminate them in the womb are born to single mothers. That certainly had a, a, is a factor there. But what causes that? What has been the cause of that? So if I were to hazard a guess on this, I would say that since 
a very similar number of abortions, the murder of soon-to-be-born children, are performed on black women. It's not the same, but it's close. That Planned Parenthood's abortion stats say that a disproportionate amount of black women receive daily abortions in the United States. Maybe the long-term effect of this evil has finally made its way from the mothers who commit and agree to the heinous act down to the fatherless children. And they just don't care. Life means nothing. I would have been one of a family of five, but my mother had my four brothers and sisters aborted, uh, is another way to look at it. So my mother didn't appreciate human life. Why should I? Oh, you want me to hold this gun? Sure thing. Oh, you want me to point it at that guy? Well, what if he points one back? Can you give me a bigger one? I tell people that are traveling to the city of New Orleans these days that uh, if you venture anywhere near, <laughs> if you go within a half a mile now of any of these many paradises that the libtard democrats, the war on poverty crowd, erected called housing projects, you get within a half a mile of any of them, you are literally putting your life at risk. You're certainly putting your automobile at risk because carjackings, for example, in the city of New Orleans, city of New Orleans is number one on, the, on planet Earth in murders per capita and then now in carjackings. That's just one example. So the wheels are beginning to spin off here. Now, if you had this kind of a murder rate and you have this kind of a lopsided perpetration of a murder rate, how long will it be before those who are in the minority of murders start to feel threatened? Let me give you another stat. I said I was going to do a little roaming and uh, rambling here. Here, let's, let's do this one. Mike Parrott's going to talk about this today on Parrot Talk. New poll out found that American voters have a mutual mistrust of the other side and are open to exploring alternatives to democracy, and that a share of both Democrat Republican voters believe it is acceptable to use violence to stop the opposing party from achieving its goals. What does that mean, Mike? Well, that means to me that libtard Democrats, now, Fortunately for us, it's not going to happen immediately because the male component of their constituency are a bunch of sexually confused faggots. So the they really aren't a physical threat to most of us because they just don't have the physical capability to actually become a threat. That doesn't mean that they can't be trained into it. A majority of voters that support the regime 
believed that electing officials from the opposing party in 2024 would create lasting harm in the United States. According to a poll released yesterday by the University of Virginia Center for Politics, the question was, I believe that electing officials from the Republican Democrat Party in 2024 would result in lasting harm to the United States. Uh, 70% of regime supporters, 68% of Trump supporters both said yes. 52% of regime supporters say individuals who support the Republican Party are a threat to American life. No, Planned Parenthood is a threat to American life. Homos and faggots against defamation, formerly known as GLAD, is a threat to American life. Devil-worshipping Satanists are a threat to American life. Afternoon after school, Satan worship clubs are a threat to American life. Morning after abortion pills are a threat to American life. Abortuariums in every major city in the United States are a threat to American life. Famous people claiming that they're, quote, married, close quote, to members of the same sex are a threat to America. You you, you can just run this exercise out ad nauseum here. Let me add something else to the fire. Did you put uh, Tedley Cruz right on the... Okay, the preview, the, 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 this evening, and the, on the halls, in the halls and on the floor of the United States Senate. I, the most conservative member of the American government in the history of conservative members of the American government, am going to give a speech. I'm going to talk about the eradication of Hamas. And how Israel must be defended at all costs. We have people that are about to start shooting each other right here in the United States. We have people that are telling pollsters, people that they don't know. (laughs) This is telling a stranger. Yeah, I think it's okay to kill someone who's going to vote for Trump to stop him from voting for Trump. We have an FBI that's out there that's ringing the red or the, the 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 alarm bell, supposedly because only MAGA people are out there planning violence leading up to the 2024 election. Oh, by the way, the U.S. Capitol was invaded yesterday by a bunch of psychopaths, unemployed, shiftless, useless psychopaths who did a sit-in. They stopped the business. They brought our precious and sacred democracy. They brought it to a close. They brought it to a screeching halt. Congress has gaveled out of session. The Senate was sent home. Oh, but nothing to see here, citizen. Because these are Utes who self-identify as leftists. Now, all this is going on, and this is what Ted Cruz thinks is important? Listen. 
So I'm going to do a major floor speech this evening at 6.40 p.m. on Israel, on the war that is unfolding, the most significant attack on Israel in 50 years. It's going to be at 6.40 p.m. Eastern Time, explaining what's happening, explaining the funding that is fueling Hamas and the steps we need to take to ensure that Israel prevails, Israel defends itself, and Israel utterly defeats Hamas. So watch it tonight, 6.40 p.m. You think that's important? 70% of the American people, regardless of what party they self-identify as a member of, think that it's okay to kill a, a member of the other party, stop them from voting for the regime or for Trump. And you think that a war that's happening 7,000 miles away in, an, in, 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 in a geographic area that most people can't even point to on a map, you think that's important and you want to hog up 42 minutes of airtime on it. And by the way, on his Twitter, he said, eradicate Hamas. What is all this eradication? What is all this genocide? What is, what, what is all this talk of mass annihilation? We just, it seems to me, folks, that we just can't get enough killing. If we're not murdering babies here and lopping penises and boobs off of teenagers for fun or maybe for an encore, let's go start another war. Oh, and while we're at it, let's go ahead and print a couple of trillion dollars that doesn't exist, fabricated out of thin air, and then tell kids that haven't even been born yet, you get to pay it back. What the hell is going on here? Look, I've been doing this a long time. I've been, I have. I, I thought I had seen the worst several times, and when they. And I have said on air and pri- privately, okay, it can't get any worse than this. There, there, there really is nothing left for them to destroy. They have reached peak destruction. But apparently they haven't. Let me throw, you, let me throw another one at you. This is from the United States Attorney's Office Eastern District of New York. Social media, here's the headline. This is from their website. Social media influencer Douglas Mackey sentenced after conviction for election interference in 2016 presidential race. Uh, Brian K., you better watch your memes, buddy. Don't direct any memes at Kamala. Kamala. Don't direct any memes at women who are running for president. Don't do any Nikki Haley memes because the United States government will come after you, will accuse you of election interference, will kangaroo court your ass, and then will sentence you to eight months in the clink. Oh, and a couple hundred thousand dollars in fines. Plus, you get an ankle bracelet. Oh, it's a really cool one, though. And you get an ankle bracelet. You get monitored. And, you're, and all, all your social media or your media gets monitored for the rest of your life. And if you cross them again, they'll throw you back in jail. What did Douglas Mackey do? He made mocking memes of Killary's yard signs in 2016. I'm not, if you're thinking, come on, chicken, you're exaggerating. I'm not exaggerating. At least he's still alive, I guess. 
Maggie says, at least he's still alive. Yeah, so we give thankful for the small things. Hillary didn't have him off. I want Douglas Mackey removed from the face of the earth like Hamas. Douglas Mackey was sentenced today by United States District Judge Ann M. Donnelly, who, by the way, looks like John Rambo Carey with a wig. This woman is hideous. She is the product of a male Satan worshiper and a female Satan worshiper with a little bit of crow thrown in for good measure. Ann M. Donnelly sentenced Douglas Mackey to seven months in prison for his role in a conspiracy to interfere with potential voters' rights to vote. Ladies and gentlemen, I truly don't want to do the rest of the show today. As a matter of fact, I don't want to do a show again ever. I want to walk away from this. I want to just let the bank foreclose my house. I'll just live here in this RV. I'm going to cancel all my social media accounts, and I'm just going to learn how to grow cows and pigs and sheep and lettuce. And I'm not even going to have a phone. I don't even want to know that any, any human beings exist outside of the church that I choose to go to and assisted the holy sacrifice of the mass. But you all know that we can't do that. Desire it as, as we should. Let me read the, I want to see, see how many of you Sharpies out there pick up the grace, the grave, uh, the grave error. Well, the whole thing is a grave error, but there's a grave error just in the U.S. attorney's statement on this. Mackey was convicted for seven, and sent to jail for seven months for his role, and I'm reading now, in, quote, a conspiracy to interfere with potential voters' right to vote in the 2016 election for the office of the presidency of the United States. Did you catch the error? Wait, wait, wait. This is truly minority report now. So not only are you accusing Mackey of, of doing something that didn't actually happen, you're also assuming and concluding that someone was going to vote for Hillary, and that that someone, it's possible, could have been influenced by Douglas Mackey's memes. This is all, no. in other words, ladies and gentlemen, no crime was committed. There was no offense. There was the potential for what they claim is an offense. So drawing political cartoons, is that a crime now? If it turns a future Hillary voter or a future Kamala voter or a potential Elizabeth Warren voter, if it turns them off, or if it might have turned turned them off according to the demon spawn twin sister of John Rambo Carey or some other unelected judge somewhere? Oh, but go ahead, Ted Cruz. Give speeches about your buddies in Israel 
and their little slog fest with the Palestinians, who they have now surrounded, by the way, because we must take a side in this most intrinsic and important of all human struggles. The President of the United States got on a 747 aircraft, or the regime leader as I call him, and flew there to go ashore the leader of that country as if a phone call wouldn't have done that the people of the United States are behind Israel. I'm not. I'm not behind Palestine either. Are you? Can we talk about the 33, the $608 billion that you guys spent last month that we don't have? By the way, um, why isn't anyone reporting on Trump's trials? You know, he goes to court every day and sits in there and gets yelled at by this judge who basically accuses him of fraudulently uh, accounting for his real estate properties. And as he came out yesterday and said, I think we had the soundbite, the digital media files, he came out yesterday and he said... This shouldn't even be happening. This isn't even a real trial. I've done nothing wrong, and they know it. What happened to the Biden impeachment? What happened to the impeachment hearings? Where did they go? I asked Donald Jeffries, the author, yesterday, what in the hell happened to Palestine, Ohio? That one just fell off the face of the map. What happened to all the controversies that we were just discussing a mere month ago. Nothing like a little war, huh? To get people's attention off of what they should be paying attention to and then get them to pay attention to something they have no business meddling in. If you want to meddle in the skirmish, the millennial-old skirmishes between Jews and Arabs, then move to Israel and go agitate with them. Change your citizenship. And trust me, we won't miss you. Change your citizenship. Get your butt on a plane. Fly over there. Become a citizen and join the IDF. And if you don't have the balls to join the IDF, well, then join some backup unit. Here, the WAC, the Women's Army Corps, whatever it stood for back in World War II. Go join the WACs. The Israeli wax. Or go join the faggots for war. But will you please leave us alone? There were real serious problems that people that have children really seriously want serious people to deal with. And they won't do it. You know that yesterday the Republican Party Failed to choose a speaker yet again. So they can't even get any business done. They're not gonna they're not gonna the good news is they're not gonna hear any of Biden's request for another hundred billion dollars to throw at Ukraine and throw at Russia. And by the way, what happened to Ukraine? The most important existential struggle in the history of Earth was the heroic Ukrainians against the Russians. All of a sudden, I can't get a headline. I don't know who's shooting at who anymore. As Mike Parrott was pointing out yesterday, how did the Palestinians make a bomb capable of bringing down a five-story hospital building? They don't have nitrates there. Where did they get 
the materials, just the raw materials to make the missiles. Well, it is theorized that some of them, they were smuggled in by Iran. Well, how did Iran get through Israel? 